Good afternoon, everyone, and good morning to those in the West. This is AJ, your in-house MetaMonk, and I would like to welcome you all to our third and very special episode of MetaMonk series called Metamorphosis. We will learn about something very exciting today, which I'm sure that many of you may have accessed what the metaverse look like and what it could do, but something that you will see what exactly a utility metaverse could do this. Today, it's extremely, extremely exciting as we talk about what Metaverse can bring on the table. To start with, we have Brennan Williams, who is the founder and CEO of Snaptic Black Limited, the creators of Infinity Metaverse. Brennan is a multiple times published author of technical books and also have received several MVP towards, you know, awards from Microsoft, for his service to the industry, as well as globally recognized leader and a most valuable professionals of the year award in 2012 and 13. With an extremely, extremely high performing experience of 28 years, Brennan has worked around the globe as a contract software engineer, CTO, and a consultant and a technical advisor to companies such as Microsoft, Motorola, Nokia, eBay, and PayPal as well as several smaller design and user experience industries based out of London and New York. And Brennan is seen speaking regularly on the topics ranging from the experience and design, software development, metaverses, web 3.0 applications, and AI and robotics. It is an immense pleasure, totally on my side, to invite Brennan on the stage with us. Can we have Brennan with us, please? Hello. Brennan, Brennan, good to meet you. Likewise, likewise. Thanks for having me today. Awesome, awesome. Brennan, I have been hearing your talks and podcasts everywhere. I have been seeing white papers published, and I'm also seeing a lot of content coming from your side. How are things with you, and what are you up to right now, except everything that you have been showing everywhere? The, the craziness is, is everything sort of a bit of a race, right? So, uh, that's really what it's been about, um, narrowing things down, figuring out what we can release, when we can release it, and how we can release it. What we've been building is, uh, is, an actual, is, is a network, not a platform. Uh, and the reason behind this is that we wanted people to be able to you know, build, own, and create their own metaverse experiences just like they can with websites today. So they can host it on any public uh, cloud hosting anywhere in the world, just like a website. Wow, so are you building kind of WordPress of the metaverses? Would you say that? Or by adding some plugins or is it just people focused or platform focused? Or probably I should ask you, who is your target audience? Is it like B2B, B2C and how this will contribute to the society? Well, I, I guess the target audience is, is really, first of all, B2B and then B2C uh, mm -hmm. from there. Um, you know, as I said, we're building a network, uh, and so we need uh, brands and, and businesses and content creators to, to deliver experiences. Uh, and then we collectively uh, target the consumer audiences, um, you know, from those experiences. As far as the society is concerned, I think, um, you know, one of our guiding principles was to make the metaverse fair. Um, so rather than you know, a metaverse or metaverse experiences just being uh, or, or residing on a few really big 
uh, platforms or walled gardens. Uh, we wanted to, I guess, uh, democratize the metaverse and make it so anyone could create a metaverse. They could own it completely uh, and they could share it, uh, as I said, just like a website on the internet today. Wow. So democratizing the metaverse experiences, that's a very interesting area to be. And, you know, while everyone is talking about metaverse and many companies are there in market, how do you think your entire ecosystem or company for or the platform or network will be different from others? You know, when I think about it, there's, there's probably three really key differences. Firstly, the big difference is, uh, as we sort of are now starting to point out, is that we're a network uh, and uh, we're not a platform. So we're, we're, we're effectively a streaming infrastructure solution. Uh, that's sort of powering the metaverse behind the scenes uh, as opposed to building a platform. Um, the second difference there is that, you know, we recognized a lot of the uh, issues facing content creators and businesses. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've been building something that targets them very specifically. Um, so that means that we do not run on uh, any blockchains and we don't implement any crypto. Uh, and really that is because the risk profile uh, we see at the moment is just too big for businesses. And we believe it hasn't matured enough yet uh, for businesses to really embrace at a global scale. We've also made sure that from the start, businesses can leverage those existing processes uh, and the, the existing investments they've made on uh, their existing websites. Um, so we wanted to allow uh, users to be able to you know, transition seamlessly from a metaverse experience back to a traditional web, uh, website experience. And, and that's what you saw in the video. Um, one part there was, a, you know, the user was looking at a product in a metaverse environment, a pair of boots. They want to buy it and it transitioned that person straight back to the existing website process in order to go ahead and, and buy the goods. Um, it's these sorts of things that reduce the risk for business as they want to start to transition into, into metaverse. Thirdly, the key differences, I guess, is that we recognize we had an opportunity to fix some things uh, about the internet while we were trying to build the metaverse network behind it. Uh, and this starts with identification of both users uh, and, uh, and businesses. Um, so we built a new protocol layer um, called the IMTP. Uh, and, and this lets us do uh, some really amazing things like age restrictions and content moderation directly in the protocol layers, unlike today's internet. Uh, this means people are in control of their own data, uh, as well as ensuring that uh, the network itself adheres to their settings rather than content providers. Um, we've, we've built a new domain system that sits on top of that protocol layer. Uh, and that will provide incredible search solutions. Uh, I mean, Google and, and the others, they've had it pretty easy up to now, to be honest, because, yeah. uh, you know, HTML is basically just uh, it's plain text. Um, and so they've been able to scan that, but 3D environments are binary files that you can't read. Um, so we've really had to think about and, and innovate on the mechanisms of search, not to change the way that search is an experience for users is, but actually change the way that search can be performed with security and all of that data protection in place. Uh, and we've got some pretty crazy things coming up for search, such as live dynamic search, which means search results are driven by what is actually happening in a metaverse at the very moment of time search occurs. So not this, you know, old version of, 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 a, of a site and search. So some really crazy things that we can we can do now with uh, with this network. Yeah, I think this is very interesting because you gave an example of search. 
lot of people were talking about that how searches in the metaverse will happen so far we have been like easily typing something and then learning about all the information and content available but metaverse is a 3d experience it's so immersive that search is also very different in fact in one of the sessions one of an expert gave an example of you know how do you search something uh, at your home you know you left the key right imagine doing the similar experience in the metaverse and you need to have very solid network and complexities built in the ecosystem so that everything can be performed very well and i'm sure that this entire journey has not been like a you know it it, it must have been crazy things so tell us about you know how did you come to this entire concept and tell us about the journey what you have traveled so far uh, yeah I, I think you know as a startup um you know one of one of the biggest traps to fall into uh is building a solution uh and then trying to find a problem for it to solve mm. uh, and really you know we started uh you know I, I was doing a lot of r&d for you know some fairly big companies around metaverse and uh uh social experiences and stuff like that um but as a group we started to look at uh, a lot of different areas um we've got a lot of experience in crypto and blockchain and enterprise development and uh you know some very large scale sort of solutions um and we started to sort of think about building a platform and we were thinking about some some crazy stuff there um but then actually the problem occurred when we decided that how were we going to get this experience onto people's machines uh, and, and that was the aha moment that we didn't want uh, users to have to download some massive file. And we also didn't want users to have to have some crazy big gaming machine just to be able to experience it. So these were the very beginnings of the problem that we knew we had to solve, not just for us, but for everybody else. We needed to provide a solution that could stream so users could look at stuff without having to download anything very big at all. That's what Orca is. Orca is a gateway that lets you experience this content. Um, and so that was the problem that we set out to solve. Um, and and we, just, we just didn't want to see these big tech companies owning and, and, and sort of controlling our platforms and, and everything else. And that's, that's how we started. And, a couple of months later, we sort of release a video. We we get some platform and pieces together, and we're uh, we're, we're moving fast. Put it that way. And yeah. it it seems very exciting because I think there is a complete USP that you guys are building, and especially by thinking it as a network and not a platform, that itself is very different, right? So, Brent, tell how others can get involved with the Infinity Metaverse or this entire network or community that you're building. Yeah, sure. Well, as I said, the site will officially launch uh, on Monday where, uh, yeah. you know, people can come along and uh, and start to do things like purchase uh, metaverse domains. Um, but certainly for people that have the skills to build metaverses, so partners, um, we're launching with a partner program targeting specifically at the start uh, service partners, people that can design, create, build People like recruitment agents, lawyers, everybody that provides a service in the real world can provide a service in the metaverse. The second partner site is around people that want to build experiences. These are launch partners. So we would ask people to come uh, and get involved there. Um, just lastly, the thing that we're talking about in terms of domains, uh, they're purpose-driven domains in the metaverse. So dot .jump is the primary business domain, jump into a space. Dot .twin is for digital twins. Dot .fan is for people that are influencers or stars or celebrities. And dot .link is a personal domain. So for the very first time, 
personal domains will come into play here. Uh, and we've got some pretty cool scenarios later on for personal domains. Um, but just, I guess, to announce that we, we're going to give away the first 10,000 dot link domains, uh, you know, starting from Monday for, for people that want to register their own name uh, as a domain as well in the metaverse. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. I think this is so cool. And I think what I always believed is that while we are, we are also building businesses, I think the entire community of Web 3.2, Metaverses, NFT is very focused on the community itself. So whether you give this example of giving away 10,000 domains, that's such a generous thing and people would love to grab it. So for all those people who are watching us live or probably get this video, you know, stream later on on various, um, you know, OTT platforms, etc. 10,000 plus dot link domains on Infinity Metaverse brought to you by Brandon and his team. Thanks, thanks to the entire team, which is working very hard on this. And I wish you all the very best for this entire launch, Brandon. It's so good speaking to you. And as we speak within every speaker, we learn something very interesting about it. Democratizing the metaverse is the way how I feel this entire ecosystem will actually progress forward in the future. And I think what Infinity Metaverse will bring on the picture is incredible so many many thanks to you and all the best for this great launch that you guys are planning on monday and i look forward to connect with you shortly thank you so much thanks. for joining thank you take care